Hey everyone, welcome in to a, another daily editorial here on the KE Report. We are getting an update from Volcanic Gold Mines, traded on the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol VG, and on the OTC markets under the symbol VLMZF. We are chatting with the president and CEO, Simon Ridgeway. Now, Volcanic Gold Mines is focused in Guatemala. The company has the Holly property as well as the Bonderas property and some other regional opportunities on some other projects. The company is still working on evaluating. We're going to start with the Holly property because, look, there's been some news from the company and also within the country that has shown some pressure that the company had in terms of getting on the ground and some of the local resistance that caused some damage at the project, actually. Simon, recently, the company just came out with news at the tail end of March, March 31st, that put a better light on some of the negotiations, the meetings that have been going on at more the governmental level to make access for you guys easier and settle, I think, some of the tension that's in the area. Can you take us through this story, where it stands now when it comes to the Holly property and what your role is with the government there, please? Yeah, well, we'll talk first about what happened back in February. So we've been drilling on the Holly property for the last year, slowly, uh, because, it, you know, access to the property itself and, and all the areas we need to be, it's right beside a, a kind of busy road that, that separates uh, San Jose de Arada, the, the, you know, the home of the municipality, to the towns to the south, down towards Bluestone, Serob, Mine, but there's a couple of other towns, Parlor. So this, it's a busy little highway. And most of the drilling we've been doing is right beside that town. And there was a, initially, there was a good support from the mayor and from the population of the towns that live close in to where we're working. But then, as always the case, there was a few anti-mining groups in the area, or people, I should say, that, and, and more of actually the kind of wealthier people that in the bigger houses in the region that started you know, a movement against us saying that we were taking the water and the, pro- the water problem was our fault and just sort of generating some anti-mining sentiment in the area. This really didn't, it didn't affect us too much up until the end of last year when things got a little bit more aggressive. We had some gatherings at the drill sites where we were with sort of 20 or 30 people coming along blaming us for, for the water problem in the area, which we have nothing to do with because we know we need the water table. And then that resulted in February of a, a, a small group of people rounding up a, a crowd of about 50 or 60 people to come to the drill site. And then, you know, some violent element of those people kind of firebombed the drill rig, burnt a, a truck and, and, and the camp. And I mean, nobody got hurt, but the, the place was vandalized. So at that point, we had to stop drilling. We were, and we, we shortly before that, we put out some very, very exciting drill results. So it was, was uh, unfortunate. So see, we stopped drilling at that point and started having discussions with the, with the various levels of government, the central government, the, the, the state government, the, the local municipality. You know, we're probably the only exploration company in the country at the moment, and the, and the central government is very pro-mining. So there, you know, I went down there and met with the director of mines, with the vice president, with all of the, the powers I could, and explained that, you know, if they want mining in the country, from an exploration standpoint, you've got, to, you've got to discover things, and that's what we're there doing. And uh, the, if we were to leave, then it would put a dent in that other other companies raising money to go to the country. 
So that we've, we've had good support from them and they've been inv very involved with, with these uh, meetings we've had in the, in the area of the Holly. These various commissions have been formed and talking about the, you know, the human rights and when we, we do employ a lot of women in the area and there was sort of, there was also a lot of talk about how the women were kind of abused by this crowd as verbally and so it, we've made good progress trying to create a more peaceful environment in the area and try to have the people that are so much against mining understand that we are never going to be an open pit, that we're looking at an underground deposit here that's going to have a very low footprint. And then we need to get that across a little bit more. So from a from a technical point of view, we have about 25 to 30 holes into the Holly property. And I think it's time for us to do a resource calculation so we can show you know, the size of the deposit we found for the market standpoint, actually, the grade of that deposit and also the, the size of the footprint it would be and how little it would cause disturbance in the area and how much money it could generate for the towns that live in the district. So that that has been the focus of the talk over the last month. And we seem to be making good headway with that. They're starting to understand the implications of not just the people we could employ in the area, but, you know, that we could because of the value of the deposit we're drilling up, whereby we don't have to build a mine. There's a mine 35 kilometers down the road being built. Actually, there's, there's two. There's a second one over at, at Escobar. So that this will be a deposit where we don't have to reinvest that 100, 150 million to, to build a mine. We could mine it simply and get the ores processed at other people's mines. And it could generate a, a whole lot of money for the town itself. So th that's where the conversations are heading and it seems to be, we seem to be having good progress. So th the next step the company is going to be doing is doing this resource calculation, which we could be done in the next two or three weeks. And it, it, I think it'll be, it'll certainly be high grade. If you look back at the holes we've, we've been putting out in the, back in February before we stopped drilling, you know, as we got deeper in the deposit, as we expected, the results of the drilling were getting better. I mean, I think the, the last couple of holes we put out, you know, four and a half meters of 54 grams gold and four kilos of silver. I mean, that, you know, that's extremely valuable rock. And then another 4.58 meters in hole 23, 4.58 meters of 79 grams gold and five kilos of silver. So we've got down into a phenomenally rich zone I really don't want to. I didn't want to push too hard to go back drilling again and, and you know and fighting these uh, the anti-mining groups. Better to try to work with them. So doing this resource calculation and putting together an exploitation permit uh, in that application for that, we would have to describe to everybody how we go about mining this, the lack of this, the size of the impact, how it would not affect the water, how we wouldn't be cutting any trees, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that's. That's basically what we're working on at the moment. And the talks okay. have gone very well in, in, in the last term. So the, the first thing for us to do is to get out that resource and show the, the, the value of this deposit we found. And we've spent about $3 million to date on, the, on drilling on the Holly property. And, you know, I would guess we're going to come in at that half a million ounce range at a, at a, at a very good grade. So that's, you know, that's a billion dollars of, of gold in the ground and, and that can benefit not just the company and the shareholders, but also the people in the area. So that's what we got to get across. Okay, Simon, well, I appreciate you unpacking that for everybody. So it sounds like you're in discussions with the local municipalities and even the state level municipalities. You're 
talking to the people about how this is not going to be a disruptive project because, again, you've got two mines right near you with Cerro Blanco and Escobal that you could truck this ore to. And if you do it as an underground mine, it's not going to have a lot of disturbance at the surface. And you're also going to not have the water issues that they probably think that you have. So as long as you get that messaging across, this resource estimate that you're working on is really going to be key to show the community, the stakeholders and investors how this project is growing. And after those 25 to 30 holes, you know, how this is all pulling together into an economic resource. And you've definitely executed on your thesis that there's gold there, that it looks like to be economic. You've got high grades over good intercepts. So it seems like that part's coming together. There have been a few questions that came in, though, that asked, how would you be able to get back onto the Holly project and begin drilling it again after you get this resource estimate out to the market? You had mentioned working on some permits on some of the land concessions. Could you maybe expand on that point a little bit? Yeah, well, part of the issue is in many places in Central America is that the people don't get title. They own the land. Everybody knows they own the land, but they don't get title to it. So we've had agreements with some of the people in the area that own the land to, to work on their land and drill from their land. And there's one specific property where this event took place. We were drilling on a land that was unregistered. It was owned by the it's a, it's a Monroe family. They own a, a, a large block of land in the area. It was left them by their grandmother. There were 12 children, so each one of them has got a little piece of this land. And all of those guys are on side with mining. So we had we had two of their properties we were on that we were drilling on. The municipality was, as, as argued from day one, and it had been arguing before we got there, that this land is actually municipal land because their grandmother never registered it. They've been to the court about three times, you know, before we're in our involvement, fighting with the municipality about the ownership of this land. And all, in all cases, the private owner was showed that he actually owned the land, but he wasn't registered. So that that is the case of many of the people in this immediate area. So what we are doing is we are helping them and, and financially getting their land registered. So it's established that it is their land and we're helping them fence it. So, and I, I think that's that's been ongoing for the last three months and and some of those titles will be through in the next few weeks. Once that is done, we can then, with the deals we've got with the landowners, we can then establish the rig on that property again and start drilling from that area. We bring in water trucks, so there's no, as I said, we hired, we're much higher than the water table. We're on quite a, a high hill. So we are certainly not affecting the water table. We're bringing water trucks and draw from, you know, water, the, the rig works from those trucks. So I think once we get that the title to that, those pieces of land established, we can safely drill from there again. So timing wise, you know, unfortunately, we're still probably two months away. We've got to get a rig back into the country again. Tlawani has got more rigs and they are interested in coming back, but, but they don't have one there now. And they really wanted us to, to let them know that the same situation wouldn't happen again. You know, that didn't cost us anything. Obviously, it was very unfortunate. It cost us time, but the rigs were insured, the trucks were insured. And we are also continuing with cases against the individuals that did this because it was it was orchestrated by three or four individuals that we know, and they paid, you know, the, the rebels that, that caused the trouble and did the damage were actually paid. So... We are continuing with those cases. So that, I think, to show that we're not letting this just go away will also prevent this from happening again in the future. Okay, so the next thing on tap does sound like it's this resource and you're going to continue to work with 
the government and the landholders to get back drilling on these projects. There is also something noted in that most recent news release from November 31st that talks about some other regional opportunities, some other projects that came over with the agreement with Radius Gold. That was signed June of 2020. There are some other assets here that we haven't talked about that it sounds like the company Volcanic is reviewing. What's going on here? What insights can you give us on some of these other opportunities and other projects? Yeah, so when we made the deal with Radius back in uh, last year, Radius had a very large land position in the country in, under application. This, these are not granted concessions. The Holly was a granted concession, as was the Banderas. And we'll touch on the Banderas in a few minutes. So we had this large land position that was under application by Radius. And basically, it had been held by Radius for about 10 years because of a force majeure. We couldn't, the, the government was not granting concessions during that anti-mining period. So the, the applications remained as they were. So now we are going on at the request of the government and, and, for, and for the company and Radius, we are going through those applications, um, doing the regional work, following up on the stream sediments and soil samples that were generated by Radius that led to them staking or applying for these these areas, and we're evaluating them one by one. And so far, we've we've led about six go, but three of them are looking very promising. It's early stage, you know, we're just getting in getting into the property, following up on the soils and rock samples that were taken and doing a geological interpretation of what those what those rocks and soils mean and, and it, you know, does it indicate a, an interesting project? Three of them said yes. So we're we're advancing to get those concessions granted. The most advanced one is the Motagua Norte, where we're seeing a, a, an incredible amount of free gold along a structural zone that runs for six or seven kilometers. We don't really understand the genesis of the project yet, but just the amount of free gold and the, the, the you know the grades in the rocks we're finding is obviously something quite important. So we're pushing to get that granted, and I'm I'm quite optimistic. We're probably a month away from that. And the other two prospects are, are, are looking good. One is another hot spring center. I've had a lot of success with hot springs historically. You know, finding gold deposits like Cerro Blanco, San Martin, Cambor, related to these hot spring centers, and we've. We have come across one that's got some good gold numbers in the center, and so we're we're pushing to get that granted. That's just that just happened in the last couple of weeks, so that that's probably some months away before that will be granted. And then there's a, another one, Concepcion de las Minas. It was an old mining area some some time ago, and I do think that that's got a chance to be kind of like Escobar. It's got good lensing silver numbers. It's a it's a large area. It was mined historically. Nobody's ever gone back in and did an interpretation of it. And um, we have a we have a good chunk of that district. We don't own it all, we, or we haven't got applications for all of it, but we do have on some of it. And we're trying to negotiate with the the adjacent property owner to get get involved in that property. So three of the ones we've looked at so far are, are showing some good promise, and there's still a lot to look at. So the you know while we're not working on the holly, the crews are certainly not idling around. We've got I've got a matter in the field doing the work and we have you know we're increasing the number of people that are working on the social at holly just to keep a presence there making sure we're paying lots of people that the, the communities all three of them have benefited from us being there and and trying to explain to them what a small footprint we'll have and what a difference it can make to everybody's life in that in that immediate area okay simon thanks for the update on those three projects 
on option from Radius Gold that your exploration team is still evaluating. We'll keep following along as more work is done on those, but sounds promising. One other project that we should touch on, though, is the Banderas project. This is one of the two key projects the company holds. What kind of work is going to be going on there in 2022? Yeah, the other project is Banderas. And Banderas, it's a granted concession. We went in there and did some initial work. And it's on the website. There's a lot of drill holes there back from early as 2003. And we were back there 2010. There's a lot to follow up there. We, you know, I must admit that's a bit on the back burner at the moment because we were working hard on that from the social standpoint. But I pulled all the guys from that and put them on the holly. But that is, you know, as we establish the benefits to mining in these smaller communities, I'm hopeful that we can then go back to the Banderas and start talking to the people that live there and get them on site because that is a very poor, poor area. And then nothing could be better for them than, than have, you know, again, it could be an underground mine, so that would it's it's even closer to Cerro Blanco than Holly. So again, no plant may be needed. Hey Simon, just before we wrap up, can you also remind people of what the agreement with Radius Gold is, as far as you know, with the Holly and the Banderas project and these other three that you're looking at that are under option right now to review? Can you just review for everybody what the payments and the work agreements are between you and Radius? Yeah, well, Andy, there was no payments initially. It was that we we acquired the rights to earn into sixty percent of the Holly and the Banderas properties by spending US seven million over a four-year period. Today we've spent about three, but as we can't work on the Banderas property, I'm in discussions with Radius right now, whereby we would, in place of Banderas, we will keep working on the social part of Banderas, but because we can't work there. It's, we will bring in the Motagua Norte to replace Banderas on that $7 million earnings. So we would have the Holly and the Banderas Norte property the way we will be working to earn that uh, 60% of, of both of those two properties. And the Banderas would be parked till we can get so the social license there. And we were working with Radius crew to get that to get that done. So that would be, we would have those the right to earn into those three properties for that 70%. The other properties that we talked that I mentioned, the, the other two that, that are looking attractive, that would be a renegotiation. But basically what we're working on is just a, you know, it'd be like 3 million earning to get to 60% of, of these different properties. As we select a property, we will establish that, the, the value of that, and it would be a separate joint venture. But it would be, you know, without payment, it would be the same, the $3 million earning to get to the 60% on each of those individual properties that we take in. All right, Simon, thank you for this update and I guess some good progress, it sounds like, to get back on the project, especially at Holly, as well as some of these other opportunities. But I think first things first for everybody to be watching out for news is the upcoming resource. So we will follow up when that is released. And if anybody has any follow-up questions or wants any more information on any of the projects or anything that's going on within Volcanic Gold, please email us either fleck at kereport.com or shad at kereport.com. We will get those answered for you. And Simon, keep us up to date on future news. We'll have you back on the show to recap that upcoming resource. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, Corey. Good talking to you again.